This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, for only the second time in its history, the Peace Corps is sending volunteers stateside. We get a look at how defense agencies adapted to telework. And more than a dozen organizations want the Education Department to actually forgive some of that student loan debt for public servants. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. For only the second time in 60 years, Peace Corps volunteers will serve domestically. Volunteers will assist FEMA at federally supported community vaccination centers across the country. FEMA and the Peace Corps signed an agreement where starting in mid-May, volunteers will work in traditionally underserved communities by assisting with language support, administrative, logistical, and other needs to support vaccination efforts. The Corps is recruiting now for next month's assignments. The first time Peace Corps volunteers deployed in the U.S. was after Hurricane Katrina in 2005. The Veterans Affairs Department will provide vaccines and enrollment assistance to some employees at the National Archives and Records Administration. VA says the Health and Human Services Department agreed to give NARA its own allocation of vaccines. VA staff will be responsible for administering them. The agencies reached an agreement after members of Congress raised concerns. Veterans have over 25,000 outstanding requests with NARA for military personnel records. The National Personnel Records Center in St. Louis is operating at 25% capacity and only processing a emergency records requests. Three more teams of military medical personnel are headed to Maryland, Tennessee, and Wisconsin to help run mass vaccination sites. The 140-person teams from the Army, Air Force, and Marine Corps are expected to arrive tomorrow. Once they're on the ground, each of those Type 2 teams, as they're called, are able to deliver about 3,000 shots a day. Each of the sites are state-run but federally supported. A massive survey finds the overwhelming majority of the DOD workforce moved to telework when the pandemic struck a year ago, but some defense organizations were better prepared than others. More on that from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The DOD Inspector General collected more than 50,000 survey responses. Based on those, it estimates more than 88% of DOD employees transitioned to telework. Almost 56% were teleworking full-time. The survey also shows some DOD components, the Marine Corps, Defense Contract Audit Agency, Defense Information Systems Agency, and the Defense Logistics Agency were able to transition to telework without major problems. Others, including the Army, Navy, Air Force, Defense Contract Management Agency, Defense Finance and Accounting Service, and Defense Health Agency, took more time to get their IT networks ready. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The IRS more than doubled the number of employees teleworking last year. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has those details. Nearly 6,100 IRS employees spent at least some time teleworking last September, a 134% increase from the weekly average before the pandemic. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the agency also issued more than 18,000 laptops to employees last year. But there were some hiccups. The amount of employee downtime from IT problems doubled or tripled between May and September last year compared to the baseline the agency reported before the pandemic. Jory Heckman, 
federal news network. The two largest federal employee unions are calling on the education department to cancel student loan debt for federal employees with 10 years or more of public service. They're also calling for a review of the public service loan forgiveness program. Employee unions say the program is not working as federal employees and other public service workers who apply for the program are largely rejected. The American Federation of Government Employees and National Treasury Employees Union joined more than a dozen other organizations in writing to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. Federal employees have some assurances about their health insurance the next time the government shuts down. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Federal Employees Health Benefits Program is now considered an essential service during future government shutdowns. The Office of Personnel Management finalized a rule declaring it an essential service under the Anti-Deficiency Act. It means federal employees can make enrollment changes to their health insurance, even if they're furloughed for an extended period of time during a future shutdown. Congress mandated this change based on the experience of the last 35-day government shutdown. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is changing the way it addresses and tracks brain health in the military. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. The Pentagon will soon release release a plan that it's calling a paradigm shift for how it approaches brain health. The strategy moves away from the old way of addressing dangerous exposures to the brain as single standalone events. Instead, the military health system will continually track and consider exposures over a service member's career. Physicians will continually monitor troops' brain health in hopes of mitigating future injuries. Military health facilities have 14,000 to 17,000 visits a month relating to traumatic brain injuries. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. More than 40% of military spouses in the workforce lost their jobs during the coronavirus pandemic. The numbers are a huge blow to a demographic that already faces unemployment at rates around 25%. That's according to a new survey by Blue Star Families. The most common reason for the job losses were layoffs or furloughs. Nearly 50% of military spouses said they had to reduce their work hours because they had a child staying at home to attend school virtually. The State Department is ready to evolve how it manages its technology contracts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. A new request for information is the first step in the State Department's process to consolidate and streamline its IT services contracts. The new multiple award contract called Evolve would replace its Vanguard contracts. State is considering making 6 to 10 awards under this 10-year IDIQ vehicle with a $4 billion ceiling. State would use Evolve to support its enterprise IT requirements and to transform to a plan, build, test, run, and customer service structure. Responses to the RFI are due April 7th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And data from other federal agencies helped the Census Bureau wrap up its field operations on time last year. The Bureau says it pulled administrative records from the IRS, Postal Service, Social Security Administration, and Indian Health Service to accomplish almost 14% of its non-response follow-up work last year. The Bureau expected these records could have helped up to 22% of its field work, but the IRS's decision to extend the tax filing season delayed the Bureau's access to them. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.